Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, we're posting two today because we, like, I don't even know, we spaced recording yesterday. We were both on the couch and we were like 9.30 last night. Oh, shit. We've been redoing our website and everything, so we're still doing the 365. It's just not every day. It's just not. We've let we're go gonna, of that boundary. We're going to try to do it every day. It just, yeah, it's. Some days it just doesn't fit. Life happens. There will still be 365 episodes in 365 days. Yes. Just may not be the way that we planned, but nothing is in life. So here we are. Um, Synchronicity Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Nicole. Welcome back. We don't have any house cleaning uh, today, so we're just going to hop into it. So we today we get to talk about the amazing topic of Hopo Opo Pono. Yeah, sure. I think it's that's Hawaiian. Say, yeah, it's Hawaiian. There's a um, lot of syllables involved. I've heard it say Hopo Opo Ono. I've heard it say, like anyway, Hopo Opo Ono Ono. Yeah, something like that. Um, check the spelling for uh, the way it's spelled because I'm not gonna spell it for you. <laughs> um, but it's a Hawaiian prayer of forgiveness. Yeah, it's I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And um, there's actually a really beautiful story around it to where it got really popular, but it's essentially the idea of we are responsible for everything that is around us and if it is in your vicinity then you're partaking in it uh so if you find the part of you of why it's projecting onto this plane in a certain way and you forgive yourself of whatever that is and for whatever that is then it actually goes away so we actually are responsible for everything we come across and everything that goes on because it's lack of energetic boundaries i'll let nicole explain a little bit more yeah so hopo ono ono means to set right um in this case setting things right by acknowledging one's responsibility for having caused wrong seeking forgiveness in love and finally expressing gratitude so it's all about like pretty much total responsibility for everything around you right and i heard about this from a psychic friend like three or four years ago and I've used it in my life and it has helped me immensely with forgiveness if you haven't listened to our forgiveness podcast I recommend actually going and listening to that before you listen to this because it's how important is forgiveness is and that we actually all must forgive ourselves in order to forgive others and that's kind of following the same guidelines as this um, but it's an extraordinarily powerful prayer um, and I think everybody should be aware of it at least um but do you want to tell the story yeah so it there's they actually i could not find the date on it i i looked but the doctor um his name was dr hugh lynn and he was he actually passed away this year on january 15th so um rest in peace to this amazing man but he was actually, um, he was hired by the Hawaiian State Hospital. It was for the criminally insane. And they had had almost psychiatrists and guards and all these people had quit. And so when they hired Dr. Lin, um, they pretty much told him, like, I mean, we'll do anything. Because they were desperate. They were just, like, criminally insane people out of control. <clears throat> Inmates were killing each other. It was just, like pure absolute madness and so they hired him and he came in and he said okay great 
Um, and the warden was like, okay, well, when do you want to meet with this? You know, what, let us know when you want to start meeting with the first inmate and so forth and so on. We'll pretty much do anything you want. We just need to get all of this madness under control. And Dr. Lynn said, I don't plan on meeting any of the inmates. I just want all of their case files. And Dr. Lin sat in his office and pretty much practiced Hopa Ono Ono on every single one of the inmates based on their files and their history. And in this regard, he actually started becoming aware of the changes within the, um, the, the hospital. And the warden was like, what the heck is happening? Because... There was peace, there was calmness, there was like all, all, everything was like completely changing and like the warden was very confused because he's like, uh, Dr. Lynn, you haven't even met with these people, like you're just reading their papers, like what is going on? And so Dr. Lynn <clears throat> explained to the warden what Hopa Ono Ono was and that he was actually in a way pushing out energy but forgiving all of these individuals the crime and the whatever that was in their files, he was going through and he was forgiving them. But he was also forgiving them in like his, like embodying the stuff and then doing the Hopa Ono Ono prayer. And then it was changing in real time. He was seeing the difference. And, um, you know, the warden was like, okay, well, keep doing whatever you're doing because it's like fixing everything. And so it got, it started like getting, it started gaining like mainstream popularity because the story got out. And Dr. Lin was just pretty much like, hey, like, it's all about vibration and energy. And like, we are all one. And if, you know, I can take responsibility for my stuff um, and I can change the energy around me, like, look at what it's done. You can change the energy around you by just simply taking responsibility and having gratitude. So Hopa Ono Ono lives on. Well, it's, it's, it's quite literally intention. Yes. Um, and it is the Zero Limits is the book that was written about this. So if you want to go read a great short read about this, it's actually an extraordinary book. But um, it's finding the pain and suffering in you that would cause you to actually act out the way that they have. And if you think of anybody killing each other or harming another human or being in prison or doing it, they're trauma. it's trauma. So when we transmute our own trauma um, and we send out like a space for people to have love and kindness, you're healing DNA. And it, it's exactly what Nicole said. It's, you know, forgiveness. It's stuff like that. So I've used this with like past relationships that I haven't had closure in, you know, finding the part of me that was unhealed or, you know, like why the relationship did what it did or how it went, how it went, because you should always leave people better than how you found them. Uh, you know, and this is something I still work on every day. It's not, I think it's a lifelong progression of getting back to how we were as children. Uh, and hopefully in future generations, they won't have to do and struggle the way that we do, but this is a beautiful tool to have in your toolbox. Um, and it's, it's literally like you just go into meditation or you think about that one thing, really pull it up, find where that pain aspect is of whatever it is you're working on and really push. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And it's over and over and over again. And you can actually go on YouTube and find like, hope, 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 ono, ono, 
I'm saying it wrong. Yeah. Meditations and things. Uh, and I apologize. I keep mispronouncing it. <laughs> but I, I use it all the time. Uh, it's a beautiful tool that I have used and I've heard other people talking about it. Um, the lady that actually taught me how, well, us how to do quantum spoon bending talked about this and it's an extraordinary phenomenon of how much you can heal tension with anyone or anything. Um, I've used this with clients uh, as a coach who have a lot of issues at work with like mean girls and things like that. And it's like, if you can't talk to somebody on this plane and they're just like ignoring you and da, 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 this is a really good practice to do and to push like positive energy towards them because I don't believe that people are naturally mean or broken. I think we're born into this world and circumstance has a lot to do with why people are so jacked up and incapable of being kind or dealing with their stuff. So to be able to have a tool that transcends uh, time and space, essentially, and trauma and everything else is just like, wow. Um, you won't believe it until you try it. You probably think we're crazy. <laughs> You're like, what the hell are these girls talking about? Uh, but Google it. Go read Zero Limits. Uh, go actually look up the total, the whole story and read about it because we just kind of did a snippet of it. But uh, it's extraordinary. It really is. I've seen it firsthand in my life. Again, and forgiveness is so, it's one of the key components of mental health. It's one of the key because mental health, as we said before, is all about control. And if you have forgiveness, then you're not trying to control things. So, well, and like, um, you know, they, they've done studies on it and they say like meditating on this takes, it, and it's doing it consistently, consistently for about two to three months. Um, and, you know, it's like Megan kind of talked on it of like, you can go on YouTube and you can, they have tons of meditations out there, but the, I mean, the, there's like four basic steps to it. It's identifying the problem or the conflict that has been brought to your attention. So just like removing all pre uh, preconceptions about the topic and you're just like letting the problem, like even if the problem has something to do with someone else or it has something directly to do with you. It's just identifying the problem. And then you want to take full responsibility for the problem or the conflict being in your reality. So take responsibility for your side of it. Um, you're not going to be able to fix the other persons. But if we accept that we are are the sum total of our past thoughts, emotions, words, deeds, and actions, and that our present lives and choices are colored or shaded by this memory bank of past then we begin to see how a progress of correcting and settings all right, all readily can change our lives, our families, and our societies. So if you're able to just take responsibility, and then the next step is ask <clears throat> that errors in your thoughts, words, actions, or deeds be cleared. So that's when you say, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, thank you. Um, this four-part prayer is literally asking forgiveness. You can use it as a mantra, you can use it as a prayer, um, you know, we, we talk about meditation cause that's our practice, but you know, for those of you out there that maybe use prayer or other forms of connecting to higher, higher power, higher self or whatever it is that you guys practice, um, you know, you can call it a mantra or prayer or whatever. So those are the four. And then, um, just trust that change has occurred on the divine level and that any corrections made within are corrected for all those involved. So you're doing the work. And like Megan said, like it's all, you know, it's linked to mental 
illness and like taking responsibility and just like being in it. And sometimes it's like not easy to take responsibility for like your own wrongdoings. Um, but it really does help you kind of clear that energy around it. Yeah. And the word hopoponopono, so I was pronouncing it correctly, roughly translates to ca- um, cause things to move back into balance or to make things right. It's a very Zen concept, and in the Hawaiian native language, pono means balance in the sense of life. When things are in balance, nothing is off, so to speak. So it's um, it's a chant or a prayer over and over again. It powerfully cleanses the body of guilt, shame, haunting memories, ill will, or bad feelings that keep the mind fixated on negative thoughts. So this goes right along with TFAR and things like that, and it's like when you forgive yourself and it deeply resonates it penetrates into the inner monologue and it changes. So, you know, try it. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Um, you know, over and over and over again, it's... You'll feel a lot better. Yeah. It's definitely one of those. It's one of those that, like Megan had said, it just lets it, like, it's good to have in your toolbox. Like, you, you can pull it up. You can do it whenever. Like, it doesn't take a lot of time. It's like two, three minutes of you know, of this practice and really focusing on whatever it is that you're working through um, can really change your life. Well, and if you think back, right, like this, this is thousands of years old. Um, and, you know, back then we didn't have cell phones and things. You couldn't just call, like we actually take for granted that we can call somebody and ask for forgiveness and talk to them and make amends and do those things. Like we're in the information age, age of Aquarius, all of that, you know, back in the day, people left your life and you didn't know if you were going to ever see or hear from them again. So this became a tool to do in the, you know, in the ethers of the other dimensions in order to heal things because they didn't have communication the way that we did. And, you know, now people have so much communication that we take for granted that we can actually communicate with people. Uh, But you still see broken families. You still see people that have this ability to communicate in an instant, and yet they don't use it. Because there's a lot of fear around it. There's a lot of this. There's a lot of that. Uh, And this is just a nice way to be able to help deal with those things. Because it's also how I've gotten to a lot of places in my life where it's like, now if I see somebody in person, I'm not so afraid to deal with whatever comes of it even if there's a confrontation you know you hope it's just being assertive and like kind of getting everything out there but when you have really worked on forgiveness and wrapping love around things it's amazing how the vibration changes when you actually have to deal with something or someone well yeah and you don't have to carry this like heavy shit around all the time anymore like you just get to let it go and like all right I took care of my stuff like I can be like hands clean of that moving forward like you know, you keep it all stuck in you all the time, like you're going to get heavy eventually. And then, you know, you go into the chakras and then there's holding energy and then you can get illness. And like, there's a lot of things that can come from not letting go and like forgiving. Well, and we forget how much of an energy body we are. It's like, can you explain when you think of someone and then they call you? No. Or the fact that as soon as you don't care, then a guy comes back that, you know, you've cared about for how many years. It's always when you get over it that they come back. It's because you're not in need anymore. Like, you're not sending out needy, really weird energy. It's always that moment where you're like, eh, I don't really care anymore that they end up, you know, disappearing or reappearing, sorry. And so it's just really fascinating to be able to, 
you know, kind of work with that energy because we're all aware of it. We just have may not thought about it as much as we should, or it's just like, you know, you think of someone and it's like, there's something not right. And you call them and they're like, how did you know? You know, it's those, those connections that we forget we have and quantum physics actually proves that. But this also proves that. Well, yeah. And it's also like, I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's also like a really great baseline. Like if you're going to fight with someone and you have to talk to them in person, Mm -hmm. like if you have to write it out before you go and like talk to them, it, the, the four main concept around this is like the, this is actually like a really good baseline to have a conversation about like after a fight or something like if you use those four like the four main topics or the four main chance parts of this and you go and have a conversation with someone like you can really get some serious communication done like serious vulnerability and you can like really heal in real time if you if you can do this work with someone else like which is also very beautiful. Well, and so often when you go in front of somebody and you are angry or you've had a problem in the past, a lot of it was probably because there wasn't vulnerability. Right. Uh, you know, people really struggle with vulnerability more so than they have ever, uh, which is crazy because we're more connected supposedly than ever. But it's, you know, leading with vulnerability and just staying true to your heart will change your life. And this is if you really struggle with that, then you struggle opening up and you struggle with humans and emotions and all of that fun stuff. You probably have a block in your heart chakra, but this is a great way to uh, start moving that energy. So hopefully that was interesting. It's a little bit of a shorter podcast. today. It is a shorter podcast, but it's super, super super duper powerful powerful because I know it's helped both Meg and I in relationship breakups but also just in life um you know someone does you wrong take responsibility on your side and move on agreed so uh yeah that's all for today yep again I'm Megan I'm Nicole uh you can check us out at synchronicity underscore sisters for our personal fun pages on Instagram on Instagram synchronicity 222 regular Instagram Yes. And then synchronicity222.com. Right. I am working on, um, if you guys want to support our podcast, I'll have more details on that coming up soon. And um, we'll be back tomorrow. As always, thank you for listening. And we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, this is why we do this. Bye. Bye.